0: So this walking outside plus nose breathing not only establishes that proper parasympathetic relaxed tone in this nervous system, it also entrains our circadian rhythm and keeps us connected to the light and dark cycles. And I cannot overstate how important managing these rhythms are for your long-term health and longevity. Because look, ultimately what your health is, is a series of what you do every single day consistently stacked up over 80 to 100 years you know, however long you end up living, but it's stacked up daily habits. So what I'm always thinking about for our program our fit fathers and fit mothers, and me, myself, my family, is like, what can we start doing the little things every single day that compound into huge health results? <laughs> Hey there, my friend. Welcome back. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, founder here at the Fit Father Project and the Fit Mother Project. And in today's episode of the podcast, I want to share with you what I consider to be a very profound and impactful idea that can improve your health and longevity. And this is something I've been thinking about a long time. And this is a daily practice of taking a walk and breathing through your nose. And I want to make an argument that what seems so simple, nose breathing and walking can be one of the keys to your long-term health. And I want to kind of go through my line of thinking and a little bit of argumentation, if you will, to convince you of this idea. And my goal is if I've succeeded at the end of the next 10 minutes, is that you're going to be like, heck yes, I want to start walking and breathing through my nose every single day. Now, let's back up for a second. And I first off want to talk about our nervous system. So the way this body is laid out, if you're watching on video, you can see me demonstrate, but if you're listening to the podcast, just listen very closely. The body is laid out on a central axis. We have this spinal cord where we have the brain and then it runs, the whole spinal cord runs through all the spinal column, through the spine, and then it has nerve roots that run out to innervate and connect with all of our organs and our muscles. So we have this central nervous system that allows us to experience the world, automatically control all these nerve functions so that your heart is beating, your digestion's moving. It allows you to voluntarily move your muscles. We have a nervous system. Now, there are two main branches of the nervous system. We have the dominant branch, or at least what should be the dominant branch, is called the parasympathetic nervous system. This branch of the nervous system works to keep us relaxed. It improves digestion. It lowers heart rate. It lowers blood pressure. We should be in a parasympathetic dominant state most of the day. And then we have a sympathetic nervous system, which people call the fight or flight nervous system. This is very useful when we're doing intense activity, when we need to respond to an acute stress. And it activates the body in such a way that it increases heart rate, increases blood pressure, decreases digestive activity, and it gets us ready to adapt very quickly to an immediate threat in our environment. So we need both of these branches because from an evolutionary perspective, if we were being chased by a tiger, we need a sympathetic nervous system to make us faster. There's no need to prioritize digestion. We're running out of there. We get that stress rush. And that's what the sympathetic does. To live a long and healthy life, though, it is very, very important to begin to introduce parasympathetic dominance into your nervous system. And what I'm really trying to say in simple terms is that stress kills. It's kind of like if your body is an engine and you're constantly running your RPMs as high as possible, the engine will burn out faster and quicker. You can almost think of your nervous system as controlling the rate at which your life, your life wick, the wick of a candle burns. The harder and faster, the more stressed when you're always in this sympathetic stress state that that wick is gonna burn faster and your life ends up being shorter. And as you're in a sympathetic dominant state, one of the things that happens is your immune function goes down. Because your body's trying to adapt to a very immediate stress, so it's not worrying about more long-term stuff like maintaining a a healthy immune system. So you, you can end up having more inflammation, immune dysregulation, you get different kinds of viruses and bacteria, your heart has more inflammation, it leads to cardiovascular disease, insulin resistance, and then of course when we're all stressed, we end up eating the bad foods that make us gain weight and this whole vicious cycle starts to repeat itself. We need to return our bodies to parasympathetic dominance. And I think the easiest way for us to do that from a practical perspective, which is first and foremost what I'm always interested in, what are the practical stuff we can do, is to take daily walks and breathe through your nose. Let's talk about breathing for a second. It's something that we truly take for granted, especially, you know, because we do it all the time automatically. We don't give breathing enough attention, but breathing is absolutely magical, really in in terms of how the function is, but particularly breathing through the nose. Our bodies are designed to breathe through the nose. And when we do, nose breathing increases parasympathetic dominance for many reasons. We take this nice breath through the nose. The nose is not as big of a hole as the mouth. Mouth, we can take a very quick inhale and it can be like a very jerky breath. The nose has more resistance. So as we do and breathe in with resistance, the air actually takes the breath, goes longer. So we have a longer prolonged breath and the air actually reaches deeper into the lobes of our lungs which stimulates our vagus nerve, which is one of our main parasympathetic nerves. So breathing through the nose relaxes the body. This is why if you've ever heard of breathing techniques or different kinds of meditations or just different stuff like this, a lot of these breathing techniques increase parasympathetic dominance. What's also very important to know is nose breathing uniquely releases something called nitric oxide. We have receptors in our noses that sense when air is coming through and releases nitric oxide. What nitric oxide does is opens up our circulatory system. It relaxes our arteries and our veins and just opens up the circulatory system so that when oxygen comes through, interfaces with the blood that's pumped by the heart, we can get and distribute that oxygen optimally. So nose breathing uniquely activates the parasympathetic system. And think of it this way. What happens when you see someone having a panic attack What's their breathing like? Well, it's short, it's through the mouth, it's shallow, and it's accelerated. It's like, (laughs) someone's freaking out when they're breathing like that. Well, why? Because that breath is corresponding to a sympathetic nervous system tone. And what you wanna do is live your life 95% of the time in parasympathetic and then activate the sympathetic nervous system through conscious choice when you're doing high-intensity exercise or when life absolutely demands it. And it'll happen automatically. You don't need to do anything but we want to start to use the practice of breathing through your nose because it relaxes that parasympathetic system. Now, nose breathing is great. We should do it all the time. And I want to plug a book that I recently read that I think summarizes this research really well. It's a book by an author, James Nestor. It's called Breathe. He goes into the science of why nose breathing absolutely changes the bone structure of your face, how all the indigenous cultures in, in North America have been taught to like teach their babies to breathe through their noses, and how we have a lot of problems with like all the stuff that happens when we breathe through our mouth. We want to breathe through our nose more. But I think the best time to intentionally do this is while we're also taking a walk, because walking is also one of the most foundational things that we do as humans. What happens when a baby's born? It starts to grow and the first things outside of initially feeding when the baby's growing is when the first couple of years, it needs to gain the strength to start to walk. Walking is probably one of the most human things possible, right? It's baked into how we explore this ambient environment and we're particularly meant to walk outside and the research on walking is so strong. If you take a 30-minute walk per day, your cardiovascular health improves. Because what walking does is gives your body activity to pump that circulation, but it's not activity that is super vigorous where it's activating the sympathetic nervous system. It's relaxed activity. So we're getting the benefits of increased circulation, but we're also getting the benefits of relaxation. And when you walk outside in particular, The research is also clear. You get additional health benefits. Some people call it forest bathing. Some people call nature walks. There is legitimate research, and a lot of this stuff comes out of Japan, that shows that when people walk outside in nature, their working memory improves, their stress levels decrease, their blood pressure decreases, their mood and overall well-being increases. So my suggestion is this. Imagine how much better, it's like medicine for our bodies, if we can get up every single day and take a walk outside and breathe through our nose. The breathing is good training. You're oxygenating your system. It will give you more energy. The walking outside is great too because you're getting sunshine. You're getting natural production of vitamin D and it just helps relax you. And I know if we just think of the lifestyle that our ancient ancestors had, they were walking outside all the time. And we've become so disconnected with that because of how our modern life is set up. We have cars. We have offices, we have homes, and we've lost the connection to breathing through our nose and walking. And this is so simple and it's so easy to reestablish this connection. Here's practically what I suggest for you. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is you rehydrate. Our body needs water and fluids first thing in the morning. We don't need food. We need water. You get high quality water into the system. And then I recommend you take a walk. Even if it's five to 10 minutes, what this is going to do is start to activate your circulatory system it's going to start to move lymphatic fluid, which are these special vessels that run alongside your blood vessels. And that actually moves your immune system and moves fluid around. If you ever feel stiff in the morning, it's because your body hasn't been pumping lymphatic fluid. Walking helps stimulate the lymph, which also gives you immune system benefits by the action of the pumping of the calves and the legs. Absolutely amazing. And if you're breathing through your nose, you're spending a little time outside. It's just like the perfect way to start your day. It's like very meditative. It can reduce your stress and really set the tone for the rest of your day. Because when you start the day with the right kind of mindset and you have some kind of anchor in your routine that gets you feeling good with a good mood, when you go throughout the day and whatever happens during your day, you have a little bit of a buffer and you're not going to be so reactive to the stresses that normally would have set you off into a sympathetic state. I'll tell you this, the people who live the longest are people that are inherently relaxed. They may have many different ways of achieving this relaxation, whether, you know, they're just naturally to have that disposition, they use exercise, they use time with family and friends, but the people who live the longest are people who are not stressed out. And I think the walking and breathing is just so research proven to do this. The other time that I highly recommend that you do some walking paired with nose breathing is after your biggest meal of the day. And particularly for me, it ends up being after dinner. So after dinner, one thing I do is I get outside, I take a 20 to 30 minute walk. And the reason I do this is because what the research shows is that when you walk after eating a meal, it can decrease your blood sugar spike by up to 50% because we have these carbohydrate receptors in our muscles, particularly in our legs, and they soak up any of the blood sugar that you would have had. So in today's day and age, so many people are very concerned about blood sugar levels and insulin levels. So they go on very, very low carb diets. And listen, we're fans of cutting out all the sugar and the the bad crap like this, but we're not fans of being on super restrictive diets. So let's just say you had some carbohydrates as a part of a healthy, balanced dinner. Well, if you walk after meals like our ancestors always did, and it was like constantly we're moving around, we activate some of these nutrient receptors in our big muscles that soak up some of that blood sugar and keep our bodies in nice balance. You also get the benefit of getting in touch with the light cycles. We're starting to learn so much more about how important it is to keep our bodies entrained to the natural sun in the morning, dark at night kind of cycles. The circadian rhythm is tied to the light. So when you start to get outside during those key times in the morning for the light, there's research shown that morning sunlight goes into your eyes, interfaces with an area of your brain called the suprachiasmatic nucleus, and actually produces serotonin which is a happy neurotransmitter. It makes us feel good. And later in the night, the pineal gland that's right nearby creates melatonin that reduces inflammation in the body and relaxes us for night. So this walking outside plus nose breathing not only establishes that proper parasympathetic relaxed tone in this nervous system, it also entrains our circadian rhythm and keeps us connected to the light and dark cycles. And I cannot overstate how important managing these rhythms are for your long-term health and longevity. Because look, ultimately, what your health is, is a series of what you do every single day consistently, stacked up over 80 to 100 years, you know, however long you end up living. But it's stacked up daily habits. So what I'm always thinking about for our program, our Fit Fathers and Fit Mothers, and me, myself, my family, is like, what can we start doing the little things every single day that compound into huge health results? And I believe it's simple. It's the stuff we talk about on this podcast all the time. It's like getting a nutrition system in place. So you're eating healthy foods more consistently. Incorporating daily movement through a morning walk and a walk after your meals, splashing in exercise three times a week of high-intensity exercise to, to activate the benefits of high intensity, but keeping yourself in a parasympathetic relaxed state all the time, drinking more water, all of these things, so essential. But I really want you to start taking into consideration that you can walk more, especially outside while breathing through your nose, and the benefits are going to be amazing. And I'll say this a little outside the physical realm, but just as this is my own direct experience in the more uh, spiritual, emotional realm, walking outside and breathing through your nose is absolutely a form of meditation that will train your mind to be less chattery, less busy all the time, and you'll feel more peace. And when you feel at peace in your core, Because what happens when you connect to your breath and you connect to your environment and you move in a relaxed way is you end up feeling more peaceful and your mind trains to become more peaceful. You're not going to be reactive to as many stresses in normal life. You become more resilient. And as a byproduct, of that, you just happen to live a longer, happier life. So super cool. And again, super simple because this is something that, again, is totally free. You don't need to pay for it. Just get outside, take a walk. And maybe it's also a good time with, if you have a dog, you walk your dog, If you have a cat, walk your cat. If you want to walk with your family, walk with your family, but it's just great time. And I think this is just ancestral stuff that we used to do that we no longer do. And there's a reason why, if we look at least in the United States where I live, at just the absolute mess most people's health's at, it's because we're not moving enough. We've disconnected from the environment. We're eating crappy processed foods and way too much of it. And we're stressed to the gills. I believe that more daily movement in the form of walking, breathing through our nose properly to activate the circulation system and the parasympathetic nervous system, and walking more to accumulate more movement and eating cleaner foods is the stuff that makes this happen. It's the stuff that reverses this problem that we're having, and this is all daily simple habits. And if you're listening to this and you're one of our Fit Father and Fit Mother program members, then you know all this stuff. You're incorporating this and actively retraining your routines and your families, and God bless you. I'm so excited. Keep up with that. If you're somebody listening to this and you're not one of our program members and you want help establishing your rhythm with some of these simple things, like small things you can do, like we've had program members lose hundred pounds without touching dumbbells or doing formal workouts. They clean up their eating and they start walking. We can help you achieve these results too. I invite you to join our Fit Father and Fit Mother programs. There's going to be links in the description where you can get 15% off the programs with the promo code podcast15. You can check that out as well. And overall, if you found this message valuable, I'd love for you to spread this with your friends and family. Send them the link to this, have them listen, and then go schedule and take a walk with them. It's great for both of you. God bless you and your family. I hope you found this valuable. This perspective, I believe, is very profound and it's also very simple. And that's often what the most profound things are. Thank you, my friend. I'll see you in the next episodes and I'll talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit to get access to our entire video library.